Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. The scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. That blissful period of the honeymoon stage is supposed to be some of the best moments of your life. On January 10th, 2010, a woman still on her honeymoon was found dead in the hotel room she shared with her new husband. A case that, despite great effort from the family, remains unsolved. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Michaela McAreevy, born Michaela Hart on December 31st, 1983, was a 27-year-old daughter of multiple-time All-Ireland Senior Football Championship winning Tyrone Gaelic football manager Mickey Hart, had been the Ulster Rose at the 2004 Rose of Tralee, was a beloved and familiar face with the Gaelic Athletics Association, taught Irish and religion at St. Patrick's Academy, and ran a club that encouraged students to abstain from alcohol. She was loved, she was beautiful, and she had her whole life ahead of her. And that life had just opened up a new chapter when she married husband, John McAreevy, in January of 2011, and the pair went off on their honeymoon in Grand Gabe, Northern Mauritius. On January 10th, 2011, after having lunch together in the hotel, Michaela went back up to her room to retrieve a packet of biscuits where she was rustled to the ground upon entering, strangled, placed into the bathtub, and left to sit under the running water, possibly disturbing a burglary in progress and paying for it with her life. A little bit later, wondering where his new wife could be, John went up to the room and found her body. News of the murder, which was the first of a tourist in Mauritius, spread like wildfire as the Mauritian prime minister reached out to the Hart and McAreevy families to offer his sympathy. Michaela's funeral, which took place on January 17th, 2011, was in the same church where she got married less than a month before. It was attended by thousands of mourners, including the President of Ireland, Northern Ireland's First Minister, and Deputy First Minister. With desperation mounting to find those responsible, three male Mauritian employees at the hotel were later arrested in connection with her murder. They were Avanash Tribuun, Sandeep Monia, and Raj Thikoy. 
They appeared in court on January 12, 2011, prompting an international media frenzy, where both Avinash and Sandeep were charged with the murder and Raj with conspiracy to commit murder. The charges were later dropped against Raj in exchange for his testimony in the case. He claimed he was outside of the room when he heard the sounds of a female in pain. Shortly after, he saw Avinash and Sandeep leave the room and question. When he asked them what happened, they responded, nothing happened. Just keep quiet. If you say anything, I'll get you involved in the case. Then, the following week, two more men, Desi Narwin and Sina Rain Mangoon, were arrested and charged with aiding and abetting. They were both security officers at the hotel. While everything seemed to be moving swiftly towards justice, DNA testing was done on all of the suspects. And on February 12, 2011, all of the charges were dropped against Sina Rain and he was released. The scene followed shortly thereafter when he explained that the reason his fingerprints were on the towel in the room where her body was found was that he had given it to John upon his discovery. This left Avinash and Sandeep to stand alone in the murder charges. Their trial started on May 22, 2012. Then things started to get a little weird. On June 6, 2012, John McAreevy, Michaela's husband, claimed he was handcuffed by the police who then examined his body for marks on the day of the murder. He also said he saw one of the accused, Avinash, on two occasions within minutes of the day his wife was murdered. Despite that and their close proximity to the case, the DNA test run by forensic experts in England revealed that no DNA traces of the two men in question, nor the others, were found on Michaela's body. In fact, the only DNA found at the scene was that of John McAreevy, which, given the fact that he was her husband and tried to revive her upon discovery, made complete sense. As a result of lack of evidence, the major crime investigation team, the MCIT, was severely criticized for not just the handling of the case, but the claims from Avinash stating that they beat a confession out of him and it was only after three days of these beatings that he confessed to strangling Michaela after she caught him and Sandeep stealing from her hotel room. When it came time for jury deliberation, July 12, 2012, the judge told the jurors not to worry about what the ramifications of their verdict to the reputation of Mauritius, claiming it was not their job to protect the image of the country. The men, Avinash and Sandeep, were found not guilty by a nine-person jury after two hours of deliberation. When asked by the media about the case, both the Mikarivi and Hart family said that, after, quote, seven harrowing weeks of this trial, they were both devastated that the case fell apart the way it did. Following the verdict, the Mauritian government issued the following statement. The government and the people of Mauritius understand and continue to share the grief and agony of the Hart and Mikarivi families. The government is considering all options concerning further action in this matter with a view to bringing the perpetrators of this heinous crime to justice. While the families reeled, citizens of Ireland started an internet campaign calling for a boycott of all Mauritian tourism, their main source of income, while others argued that the whole of Mauritian population should not be punished for the mistake of a few, still unknown, people. The boycott was supported by an Irish politician who said, quote, No justice for Michaela McAreevy in Mauritius. It is a massive indictment of Mauritius authorities' incompetence. No Irish should visit Mauritius yet until justice is done. 
On July 15, 2012, just three days after the verdict, a new Mauritian newspaper published a photograph of the hotel room crime scene, including photos of Michaela's body on the front page of their 35th edition paper. The family was outraged. Their family lawyer called for the perpetrator to be arrested and for a full inquiry to take place into the commission of police and the boycotting intensified. As the Mauritian police launched an investigation into how the newspaper got the photographs, police officers raided the office of the Sunday Times on the 16th in hopes of finding the photographs. They were unsuccessful, but on July 18, 2012, the newspaper's editor and director general, Imran Hosani, was arrested but later released on bail. In August of 2012, a new investigation team was set up to look at the case. Over the course of their investigation, 38 people were interviewed, 68 witnesses helped with reconstruction, and 350 DNA samples were sent off to a laboratory in France for testing. On December 27, 2012, the police submitted a report to the Director of Public Prosecutions in which a new suspect was finally named. That, however, seemed to be the last update I could find about that particular inquiry. In August of 2015, after lodging a case against the Legends Hotel, Michael McAreevy and his relatives received nearly 65 million rupees through a settlement in mediation, the details of which remain confidential. A few months later, John remarried a woman named Tara Brennan with the full blessings of Michaela's family. In December 2019, John McAreevy and the Hart family, never willing to give up on her case, released a podcast titled Murder in Mauritius, detailing the events leading up to Michaela's murder, as well as the events that followed. And the following year, John announced that the Mauritian government said it was going to launch yet another inquiry into her death. He did, however, question their suspicious timing as it coincided with his criticism of Liverpool FC's new commercial partnership with Mauritius. Claiming the Mauritian authorities were indifferent in their pursuit of justice for Michaela and were more interested in preserving the island's reputation as a holiday destination rather than capturing the killers. He has since returned to the island to offer a substantial reward for any information that could lead to an arrest. It has yet to lead to any breakthrough, and local detectives insist his assumptions of their level of competence are unwarranted. He has vowed to keep fighting for justice for Michaela for as long as he is alive, and despite the fact that Mauritius has, as of recently, officially closed her case. He takes the lack of arrest and her death as a personal failure. Just this last October, Raj Thikoy, the case's key witness, was found dead after being reported missing on October 2nd, 2021. Police do not suspect foul play, but with his death, comes yet another setback in the already difficult case. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on January 11th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.